0: Welcome to the MetPro Method Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe. I am joined today by MetPro coaches Shannon Pearson, Eric Wilson, and director of coaching, Megan Omley. And today we are discussing the most memorable clients. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. Yeah, happy to be here. I am so excited to talk about this because I love hearing stories that are super, like they get you thinking about different ways to approach weight loss or different ways to approach like big competition events that you have going on. So I'm very curious to hear about all of your different clients that are most memorable. Who
1: wants to start? I'll kick us off. Okay. All right. (laughs) Cool. So Something I was just trying to think of people who are maybe a little bit unique, right? Because maybe yeah. somebody listening to this. is like, oh, I can't do mepro. Like my schedule's super weird, right? Right. So I had a client, night nurse. So he was up all night and then would sleep all day, right? Yeah. Or kind of. If you're a night nurse, you probably just get less sleep, right? Because you can't really sleep all day. You get home, you got things to do the rest of the world operates during the day, right? So he would sleep like a period of time once he got home and then get up. But so he had a longer day typically. And so he was always like, I'm going to have breakfast at 3 PM, right? On days that I work. Then at 8 AM on days that I don't work, right? How's that going to work with this carb cycling and the different sorts of levers that you guys use, right? And so... Oh gosh, just nicest guy, right? So we were able to figure out it worked out well if he got up and did his exercise first thing in the morning. And then we started his breakfast, but he's like at four o'clock in the afternoon. I really just, I want to eat a steak, Megan. And I'm like, (laughs) no problem. Like, Don't forget, you can get into your meal creator. It doesn't have to be breakfast food. Or maybe you decide to eat breakfast for dinner one night. Like I'm good with that. Just fill those macros specific to that meal and off you go, right? And then at 6 a.m., he'd be like, well, right before I go to bed, that's technically my last meal. And it's supposed to be dinner, but I don't want to eat steak at that time, right? So flip them, but use the corresponding macros, right? So he was a really fun client. He ended up losing just over 50 pounds wow. with me. He did phenomenal and he got in amazing shape. And now to this day, still exercises. Almost every day, I texted him a few weeks ago and he was like, I'm riding my bike down by the coast. And I'm like, my gosh, he would have never. He would have sat home and drank instead of of doing that kind of thing. So that's such a fun one.
0: Why do you think that he's stuck in your brain so
1: much? He, when he started, and he'd be the first to say it, but he was a total Igor when he got started. (laughs) I can't do this. This stinks. Like, it's not going to work for me. My hormones are messed up because of my sleep schedule. And we turned it around. And so I think he sticks in my mind because he doubted so hard that it was going to work for him. And he was like, no, I'm doing this for a couple months and then I'm out. I can use my client for like two and a half years. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that's one of the reasons why it really sticks in my mind. Right. I just really liked him. I just enjoyed calling him every week and how's it going? Right. And just connecting. So it's a good guy.
0: That's awesome. So Eric, how about you? Who pops into your head?
2: someone that I think of often is a client that came to me years ago and then came back to me a little bit later. Oh. So has now been with me for several years. And she came to me because her husband had passed away Oh, and she had spent several of the last few years caring for him. And so had really not Taking good care of herself in putting all her effort into making sure that he got the care he needed. Sure. And as it turns out, he was quite an athlete, an avid exerciser, avid runner, always doing exercise things. And he would bring her to do the things she would do with him or could do with him, but he was always in better shape than her. So she couldn't do all these things. He lived an extra year longer than he was supposed to because of his health. And the doctors made no mistake about telling him and his wife that that was the case. They said, you should have been gone, but because of your extreme health, you're still here, but note that you're going to go. So he made her promise that when he was no longer around, she was going to take her health serious and that she would become an exerciser. She would watch what she ate and she would do the things that she could do to really take care of her because she saw the benefit it gave him. And so she promised him that, yes, I'll do that. So this is where I came in was she called me and told me that story. And obviously, immediately when you hear it, you're a little bit heartbroken, but you're also inspired to say, wow, let's do this. This sounds just like something that would benefit you and that I would love to help you do. Let's take this journey, right? Yeah. So I got her for about a year. And in that year, introduced her to running. And when I say introduce her to running, she did a marathon.
1: Oh, and she had like never ran in her life, right?
2: No, I mean, the husband's going out for a run. I'll see if I can jog around the block and I'll meet you back here when you're done with your three miles. But no. And so she began exercising. She began running. She began eating the Met Pro way and immediately felt the Kool-Aid starting (laughs) to work. Said, hey, wow, I feel amazing. I'm sleeping better. My thoughts are clearer. And the part I haven't told you about her yet is when I got her, she was 69 years old.
0: What? She had never run and she started training for a marathon at 69 years old? Yep. Holy cow, that's inspiring.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So she had a personal trainer on her end. That would work with her regularly. Okay. And so I didn't do a whole lot of the exercise with her at first, but I balanced her nutrition with what the exercise, the trainer was doing. And we would communicate back and forth. This is what she's going to do this week. Okay. These are the foods I'm going to ask you to eat then. And and we worked in conjunction. COVID hit and she lost that trainer because oh. that trainer no longer had a place to work from. And so ultimately she came to me and said, think I need to come back, but I don't know what to do about my training. And that's when I reminded her that I can help you with that too.
0: (laughs) We do all the things at (laughs) MetPro. Yeah.
2: So where we had previously worked together, I then took over the duties of her eating, which had slipped a little bit during COVID. And we got that right back on track. And then also her exercise. And so since she's been back with me, not only can she still run anywhere and everywhere she wants, but now she might do something like schedule a hiking trip to the top of Mount Shasta and back. Wow. So a significant hike where people are a quarter her age and are struggling to do it and she just mows on right by him and goes, "Wow, I just passed someone." <laughs> and so what she can do these days is quite amazing since she was with me She's now in her middle to upper 70s. And she set a personal deadlift record when she had her trainer. The trainer was made awesome? with the, her deadlift. I think it was 145 pounds. I believe it was. I want to be
0: this lady when I grow up. This is amazing.
2: Yeah. She runs <laughs> like too. crazy. She hikes everywhere. So that's that's the story of someone that highly inspires me. And oh, I forgot to mention, we got her down 20 pounds also to really her ideal weight where she has confirmed with me that she really doesn't need to lose another inkling, but her clothing size has required her to replace her entire wardrobe.
0: Wow. So does she feel like she has risen to the challenge, her promise that she made to her husband? Does she feel like she's checked that box?
2: Yeah, I believe she feels like she has exceeded that box because she'll say to me, like, I didn't think I'd ever be able to, and then describe something to me. So she was on a hike with a young grandchild not long ago and had to maneuver around some really rocky situations. And she said, I'm confident that I could not have done that before working with you. I'm strong from head to toe, and I just couldn't find a weak spot. And so... She said, could just navigate it with the kids that were around her that were a 10th of her age.
1: Wow. Phenomenal. Wow. So good. So good. I love that story. Every time I hear it, I'm just like, oh.
0: Yeah. I feel like I need to go start training for a marathon now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It just shows you that when you put your mind to things and you dial your nutrition in and you get everything in order, you can accomplish a lot of things you might've thought you couldn't.
0: That's a very good point. So Shannon, how about you? Who comes to mind for you? Love how we all
3: have so many amazing stories. It seems like that would be so hard to follow. And I still feel like really excited to share who I have in mind. So I've got a couple, but I'll start with one of the clients that was towards the beginning of when I started working for MetPro and just like really solidified that the work that we do is so amazing and important and rewarding for not just the client, but also for us as coaches. So I think of her often why I do what I do every day. So she came to us with a long dieting history, a lot of restriction, felt like food was the enemy, basically, that she had to eat to survive, but that it was every morsel was something that she was afraid was going to make her fatter, right? And she felt uncomfortable and unhealthy. And that was a big fear of hers. And so When she got here and we're asking her to eat real food, including carbohydrates, she had a legit panic attack. (laughs) Like She called me and she's like, I cannot do this. And this is why I had to help talk her down off a ledge, basically, and asked her to trust me and explained did a lot of education why we're doing what we're doing. And let me tell you, the day that I got the call back from her where she was like, Shannon, I'm eating berries and oatmeal for breakfast and it's the most amazing thing in the world. I'm not afraid of it. And I feel good. I feel better. I'm not gaining weight. Like, well, how is this happening? And then get her to where she's eating significantly more carbs than she had ever in her life, probably more calories than she had in her life. And was she lost, she was one of the ones that like lost weight when we weren't expecting her to lose weight. We were focusing on revving her metabolism and she was still dropping pounds. She told me multiple times how MetPro changed her entire relationship with food. Food was now something that she enjoyed and looked forward to and could go to social events and not be distracted and fearful and could instead like participate and make healthy choices and feel great in her body. Brain fog went away, just felt clear headed and energetic and strong and comfortable with her relationship with food. So anyway, I just think of her often very inspiring.
0: I bet you do think of her often. And I feel like what a testament to you also and the training that you get at MetPro and the training that you had before that, because to be able to have that conversation with somebody when you first started, like you were new. And so were you at all like a little worried like, oh, gosh, do I have the right words? Am I going to be able to convey this properly? Or were you just like, I got this. I'm curious. Yeah, that's a really
3: great question. I wasn't brand, brand new. I was also very grateful for, I had a lot of training. I'm a registered dietitian and part of my master's degree training was in nutrition counseling. Uh So not just education, but also like how to navigate some of these more challenging just aspects, right? The gray area can be a little uncomfortable for both a coach and a counselor and a client. And so I felt... Not like I can get it right every time. It's always going to be a give and take and a figuring it out of who is this person and what's important to them. But yeah, that training really was helpful in navigating that.
0: I bet so. And that's a really good reminder that the coaches at MetPro have a variety of different backgrounds, a variety of different specialties. And that's one of the things that goes into when we bring people in, being able to have that discussion, like who's a really good fit here? Because yeah, you were clearly the perfect person to be able to work with her, to be able to have that background, to be able to have that specialty and work with her. That's amazing. Like you were meant to be there. That's so cool.
1: Absolutely.
3: And it was a great reminder, too, just that because you get in your habit of just like, okay, here's your meal plan. Off you go. And like thankfully, she told me how she was feeling, but there are plenty of people who have those feelings and don't express them. And so it was good for me as a coach too. and I think of that aspect often as well to check in instead of just assuming that everything's out in the open. So
0: that is a great reminder. That is a very, very good reminder. Oh my gosh! Well, those were really good stories. I feel like we've kind of just scratched the surface, though. Do you, Megan? <laughs> I see that grin. Do you have another thought? Gosh, is there some- I have
1: so many other ones in my head. I just keep going back to like my clients that were difficult with scheduling, though. Right? Like so often we hear from clients like, "This is hard," or like, "I can't fit in all this food or these meals," or "I can't pack them," or what have you. So I keep thinking of people with like scheduling conflicts, and so kind of diving deep, I had a neurosurgeon, Ooh. a brain surgeon who his cases were long and complicated. He lived in a small town and he was the only guy within hundreds of miles, right? So like something goes wrong and it's all him. So he's on call all the time. Anybody that needed any sort of thing like that, it was him doing those sorts of procedures. No pressure. And he ended up, right? <laughs> I know, right? He ended up in the OR all the time, scheduled, unscheduled, you name it. The thing that was amazing about this client was I was always like, you were not getting in all your snacks. Like I was always probing like how, what do you have all these green lines for me? You're always checking off your meals. There's no stinking way yeah. is what I'm thinking. Right. you he'd be like, oh, I was on a case for 12 hours yesterday. Just like, what? How did you eat? Right. right? Was he right? like, like he, did he have a straw? And
0: he was just <laughs> like, I don't even understand. <laughs> something like, no, seriously, something like that.
1: So He was so strategic. Like at the office, he was able to keep all of his shelf stable items and his nurses were able to either get those for him or he was able to be like, okay, my caseload today is going to be heavy. Like I need to get to the hospital cafeteria and get some sort of smoothie made so that he's like sipping on that versus just water during the surgeries. Like think about the mental like clarity for this guy, right? I'd always be asking him, I'm like, do you have any like issues with low blood sugar when I have you on the intake? Last thing you need to do is like be shaky, right? When yeah, you're that's, doing something like that. We don't want that, yeah, no. Yeah, and so he was like, no, like I just have, I know it's been two and a half hours, like time to get a snack. I'm like, but how do you do that, right? And he'd be like, oh yeah, I'll just keep nuts like in my pocket and step back for a minute or an applesauce packet or scrub out, scrub out. Rub back in to have like a meal, that kind of a thing. He just was amazing. Ever since that client, somebody will be like, oh yeah, no, my schedule just doesn't allow for it. I'm like, oh, your schedule allows for it. Let me tell you (laughs) about, right? So that's just, he popped into my mind, hardcore like dedication. He had a harder time metabolically. So he knew he had to be on point. I think he wished he had lost about 40 pounds. We got about 20 pounds off of him. He hit a pretty hard plateau, but then we got some really good physique changes out of him through that next kind of shifting of exercise and whatnot. And he was a really happy camper with how things ended up looking for him. That is so
0: cool and so inspiring in a different way, right? Like all of you guys have brought up these amazing people and all these inspirational stories and they're all inspiring in different ways. Like, it's just like, there really are no obstacles that you can't knock down if you have a strategy. And that's so And cool. that's the
1: key, right? Like that's the key right there is if you've got and plus you've got your coach in your corner. Exactly right? and we want this so bad for you. So it makes a big old difference. It sure, sure does.
0: And yeah. it really shows the dedication that each of you guys have. Eric, is there a client that is kind of popping through your head now that you want to share about as well?
2: Yeah. You just made me think of one. (laughs) So inspiring to me is when someone does it for a special reason. Okay. So here's another one of those that came to me. Okay. A man comes to me and tells me that he goes to do his annual physical with his doctor and he had missed the year before. So it had been two years and he missed it the year before because he knew he wasn't in the best of health. So he went though. And I believe his job told him you're going and he went and his doc said to him, you need to lose weight yesterday or you're probably going to die. And he was on a CPAP. So a breathing apparatus at night and he really couldn't sleep laying down, had to be a little bit tilted upward just because probably all the extra weight was probably pushing on him, making him obstruct his breathing a little bit, but that's for a physician. So he comes to me and says, I need to lose this weight because I want to see my kids grow up. And I said, okay, so what do you mean? And he tells me, well, my doctor says I'm going to die if I don't lose this weight. Like my blood pressure's through the roof. I can't sleep at night. I need a machine to help me breathe. Like I can't tie my own shoes. He tells me I bought a boat. We live by water. I bought a boat to take my kids out fishing. I'm too big to get in the boat. I have to tell him I can't go.
0: Heartbreaking. My son says,
2: dad, can we go out fishing next weekend? He says, I'm sorry, I can't get in the boat. He says, I'm slowly watching myself not be able to do anything with my kids who are growing up and I'm not doing anything about it. He says, I want to lose a hundred pounds. And he says, I think you've probably heard that before. And he says, but I'm highly motivated and I'm not motivated to do it for me. I'm motivated to do it because I want to live to see my children grow up. Hmm. So he's hooked me at this point because he's got all yeah, the right... You've people.
1: got two just like heart-wrenching ones, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. How
2: fortunate <laughs> am I to get to meet these people <sighs> is My the God. truth. But this guy's motivation is so strong. I mean, you can feel it, you know, when someone's feeding you a line and he's not feeding me lines. This guy's serious. I said, man, I'd love to work with you. We're going to do this. And so... It started with just food because he couldn't exercise because his blood pressure would go through the roof and he'd feel horrible and he couldn't breathe. And you can imagine how that all went. And so I don't need you to exercise. You just need to dial in your eating first. And so we spent a good couple of months dialing in his eating and slowly asking him could you take a 10 minute walk. And he started losing weight and he started being able to take that walk around the block. And pretty soon that walk around the block turned into two laps around the block. Right. Wow. And he says, heck, I went to the doc and my blood pressure's down a little bit. So, well, you lost 20 pounds. Your blood pressure ought to be down a little bit. Yeah. Wow, this is neat. I didn't know that would happen so fast. <laughs> do you think I can lose more? You can lose more. <laughs> so we keep going. And of course, pretty soon he says to me, I feel like I could do a little bit more.
0: Oh, now he's the one in the driver's <laughs> seat. Mean?
2: Yeah, he says, I, well, I go for this walk. And like, I'm not tired where I'm usually tired anymore. So I've been going further and I feel like I could do something more. So I say, all right, I, I give him some different exercises. And sure enough, he comes back and says, I did him. And this is exciting because he sees himself not only losing weight, but he's moving again, yeah. not just plodding along. And at this point in his life, he has an office job where he mostly sits and or travels frequently. And so there's not a lot of opportunity for him to get foods in exactly right all the time. Sure. And so he's like, what am I going to do? I said, Well, that's half of what I do is teach you travel foods, things that are easy to take with you, things that you can have delivered to the place when you get there. Uh, We'll work on those strategies like that. I can do if you're willing to do it. So we work out what he's going to eat. And he says, done. And he does it. So guess what? Pretty soon he loses 40 pounds and then 50, and then 60. What? And when he gets to 75 pounds down, his doctor says to him, I'm taking you off these blood pressure medications. Oh my
0: gosh. You don't
2: need them anymore. And are you still using that CPAP? Because I want to order a sleep study and see if you need that. And they do the study and they say, you don't need it anymore. And they take him off the CPAP. Okay. And he says, he takes his son and he says, you want to go fishing this weekend? Oh. And his son says, where? And he says, we're going to take the boat out. And his son says, I thought we couldn't. And he says, now we can. And he took his son out fishing for the first time. And he came back and I could hear his smile through the phone. I bet. And then he he started taking his kids to do this, that, and the other, because he can do all these things. And then he realizes I can jog. (laughs) And he starts jogging. Then he's doing intervals, some walking, some jogging. And then he gets a Peloton bike and he starts riding <laughs> and he realizes I'm getting strong. And guess what? I forgot to mention he lost some more weight. So now he's down 90 pounds. Mm. And then he says, well, I ran five miles the other day. I wasn't tired. I rode my bike 10 miles. I wasn't tired. I went out swimming a couple of miles and I wasn't tired. Can I do more? <laughs> <laughs> so the long story short is we got him to do a uh, triathlon. Wow. And he completed it. And he he did very well. I can't remember what his place was. And it wasn't like he was in the top 10. But if there was 1000 people in it, he was like number 100. Wow. So he was in the top 10%.
0: Yeah, that's incredible.
2: Who I would tell you, probably had an too much weight on his body to ever do those things again, had he not lost the weight. So the end goal for him was to get to that 100 pounds. And I can tell you, we did get to that 100 pounds and maintained that 100 pounds very well and is still maintaining that 100 pounds quite well and travels frequently for a different job, knows exactly how to eat, knows how to maintain at a restaurant, how to look at a menu. What if they don't serve veggies? Guess what, Eric? I've got these ones. And he's just got it all worked out these days. So I give him lots of exercises and I still cycle him through different programs based on are we building a little? Are we cutting a little? If he goes on a long trip and he has to do a few things with the office buffet, he <laughs> might get on a couple pounds and then he comes back and I help him take that couple pounds right back off. Wow. So that would be my other inspiring one that pops in my head.
0: Life-changing life-changing Shannon I yeah. can't believe you have to follow Eric twice <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah those are amazing
3: they amazing are stories. um have one that's a little bit different that comes to mind on the performance side of things, kind of tagging off a triathlon. But this is someone who loves to run marathons or at least loves the idea of running marathons, but would find that she came to us because she would always get injured. Um, And so it became not fun. It became something that she loved the idea of at the beginning and then felt awful. At the end and had to like talk herself into doing it again. And, the next and so time. she'd
0: get injured like during the training, you mean? During training, most of the time, there were a few
3: times that she would make it into the race, but maybe not be able to complete it oh. or finish the race, but just would re-injure as soon as she started training for the next one. Regardless, by the time she crossed the line... I don't remember exactly which phrase she used, but it was something along the lines of like feeling like death, basically. Like <laughs> I, I made it, but oh, I feel broken. Right. is kind of what she would say, um, mm. or she would be broken. And this is an international client. So it's really fun to work with some of our international clients. She's in Australia. So she was already very fit when she came to work with us and we hit it off really well. And so it was like, okay, We've got to get your nutrition dialed in, right? Your exercise is great. Maybe do a little strength training to support your running, but your nutrition is what we need to dial in. So she was used to eating very little. Like that's not going to support an endurance athlete. <laughs> We've got to get more food on your plate. And her composition started shifting immediately as soon as we started getting nutrition on her plate. This is someone who I would tell her to eat quarter or half of an avocado and she'd ask me how many grams is that how oh. i need to weigh on my avocado <laughs> stop it you do not like, <laughs> so there's a lot of work on that front this is also one of my clients who she loves eating the exact same thing every single day so she will for breakfast snack lunch snack dinner it's the same combination of like chicken quinoa avocado and greens and whatever else so we have a goal every week of like okay what's one new food that you tried right? so just fun the thing that's super inspiring is I've worked with her through multiple marathon training cycles. The first couple performance improved. She felt better. She didn't get like she noticed that her hair was not as thin or falling out. Her hairdresser made a comment about two months in. Like, wow. what are you doing? Did you start a new supplement? Or she's like, Oh, well, I am eating. <laughs> wow, uh, so that was significant. It just happened. Like it can. So that was really exciting, and then. I can't remember which, she's she's worked through multiple marathons. There were a couple of them where she still would have old injuries flare up or an injury would occur. A few marathons that she had to postpone and then COVID happened. So just recently, this is why she's on my mind, we had her not only cross the finish line, of a race. This is a race she decided that she was just going to run to run because she had an injury that had been kind of an old one that had been flaring up and bothering her. And she didn't want to hurt herself. She's got goals later in the year of a one that, a race that she really wants to run for time. And so she was just going to run this one to run it. And she said she didn't take her watch. We dialed in her pre-nutrition, like pre-fueling, during fueling and recovery for all of her training leading up and for the race day. This was the Paris marathon that she ran. Oh! And she not only finished it, not only said that she was like passing people left and right without even trying and like wondering what they were doing. Am I running too fast? She ran without her watch so it didn't get in her head. And when she finished, it was four seconds faster than her last marathon that she completed and was giving her all. And wow. she wasn't even trying for this. And so it was just really exciting for that. She shaved off like 20 seconds of her fastest kilometer. Again, not even trying and was just amazed. The call when she filled me in was so much fun to hear. So
0: That's just phenomenal and really shows that like the nutrition aspect of things can make a huge difference. Even if you're doing weightlifting and you're running, if you don't have proper nutrition, it can kind of derail all of the progress that you want to make. That's Wow. Absolutely. And she
3: feels it when things drop off. She still has a tendency if she picks it, she's a picker, she describes. So if she like picks it too many things for a little while and a couple of pounds come on, she'll just start like unintentionally just kind of cutting carbs out again. And she tells me she feels it like her training drops off immediately. Her recovery starts suffering And her performance times suffer. And so she's like, okay, I got to get back on the wagon here. I know this doesn't feel good. So, yeah, it's amazing. She's been such a testament of very much what the nutrition will do
1: for performance as well.
0: It's also interesting that I think it's interesting that, like, the more that you kind of focus on things like that and with using MetPro, it kind of makes you more in tune with your own body. Like you were just saying, like, she immediately recognizes, hey, I'm not getting enough carbs. This, I don't feel good. It's interesting because when I started MetPro, I didn't realize that I didn't feel good until I started <laughs> started feeling better. And I was like, man, was I feeling that crappy all the time? <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I hear that all the time from people, Yes. right? All the time. I bet. People don't realize like, oh, wow, I made a big difference, right? Well, yeah. don't realize it until you're coming out of that fog.
0: Yeah. So does anybody have anything else that you want to share? Any parting thoughts that you want to put out there for people that might be listening for all these wonderful, inspiring stories?
2: It's true that you can't out-exercise a bad diet.
0: Yeah, that
2: is true.
1: (laughs) And you can do it if you have doubts and you're like, no, I eat out too much or I can't have this structure or it's okay. We don't expect you to be perfect all the time. Right. But we got to know what's going on. And we can
0: help you work around that. So true. So true. Thank you guys so much for your time and sharing those amazing stories. So inspiring. I don't know about you guys, but I kind of feel rededicated to my fitness goals now. <laughs> Let's go get it. That's right. Listeners, that is all for this week. You can find all of the MetPro Method episodes anywhere you get podcasts or metpro.co slash podcast please be sure to follow the show and rate and review because that lets other people know what they can expect. And you can learn more about MetPro at metpro.co. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe, and I will be back next week. Until then, remember, consistency is key.